My family has always had these strange encounters with skinwalkers for as long as I can remember, but this one is the most chilling. A little context beforehand. This story involves my mother's cousin, who lived not far from us. This story is told from different family members, herself, her son, and my aunt. My mother's cousin had always been an outgoing person, always meeting people. She was practically the life of any party. She had been in a very long relationship with her two kids' father for years, and when that ended, she became a single mother for years. Meeting someone new was not her top priority, but after being single for a while, she had met someone. She had fallen head over heels in love with him, and so did her kids. He was not a bad guy, and he did truly care for her and her kids. But after being together for a year, they both began being plagued by a skinwalker. Things started out small, like small taps on the windows, to hearing whispers outside their bedroom window. But with each visit, things got worse. One of the first encounters that happened, they had been asleep, when her boyfriend had awoken in the middle of the night and needed to use the restroom. On the reservation, indoor plumbing and running water was still non-existent, so he had to do his business outside in the outhouse. He explained that he was then hit with a strong smell of decay and death. Wondering what that smell was and not really wanting to find out, he quickly finished and made a quick dash back to the house. As he neared the back door, he made one last look towards the outhouse. He said that he really wished he hadn't done this. Next to the outhouse stood a black figure. It was gaunt and rail thin. As he stared at it, he said it hunched over and stood on all fours like a dog. Thinking it was his eyes playing tricks on him, he blew it off and went back to bed. The following day, everything appeared to be normal again, and he never mentioned the encounter to his girlfriend. Weeks went by, and gradually, the skinwalker visits became more intense. The next encounter was more frightening. My mother's cousin had explained that they were all outside the house enjoying the night. They had been smoking cigarettes and talking. It was getting late, and she decided that she was going to bed. Her boyfriend told her he would be in shortly after, that he wanted to have one more cigarette before bed. As she was getting ready for bed, her boyfriend had come running through the door, pale and visibly shaken. Startled by his appearance, she asked him what was wrong. After he had calmed down, he told her that as he was finishing the last of his cigarette, he heard a scratch on the roof of the house. Thinking it was one of the cats that had gotten stuck up there, he walked a few steps backwards to see if he could see the cat on the roof. Only, instead, he saw a black figure sitting on top of the roof, its face painted black and white, and some kind of animal skin on top of its head. Frightened, he ran back inside. Normally, with an encounter, traditional beliefs say that it's best to contact a shaman and have a ceremony done. But because her boyfriend was an outsider, he never believed in our traditional beliefs, and refused to take part in any of it. Again, things went on. 
Whenever she visited family, she appeared in distress and didn't know how to handle the situation. Things again increased in severity. This encounter happened maybe one or two months after the initial encounter and was told to us by her eldest son. He said that his mother was out running a quick errand for a family friend, while him, his younger brother, and his mother's boyfriend stayed home. He said that they had just finished watching a movie. Her boyfriend had gone back to their room while he and his brother went back to their room to play some video games. Maybe 15 minutes had passed when he heard his mother's boyfriend scream. Startled, he quickly got up and ran to their room, her boyfriend quickly running past him and running out the door. Stepping outside, he called out for him for a few minutes, and he finally came slowly walking around the corner of the house. His face looked shocked with fear. He walked quietly past him and back into the house. Sitting down on the couch across from him, he asked him what the hell happened. Taking a few deep breaths, he answered. He had been sitting on the bed, about to get ready for bed, when he heard whispers and taps on the window behind him. Thinking it was his stepson or the youngest brother playing a joke on him, he quickly got up and pulled the shade apart, coming face to face with a skinwalker. He locked eyes with it and described it again with his face being painted, wearing an animal pelt on top of its head, and its eyes glowed an unnatural color. Frightened, he asked him where he and his younger brother were at, and they sat in his room playing video games. Growing concerned, her son finally asked his mother to please speak to his grandma about the encounter. Not really sure what to do, she finally relented and went against her boyfriend's wishes and sought spiritual help from a shaman. Afterwards, things seemed to get better and the encounter stopped and everything seemed to get back on track for them. But skip ahead several months later. That's when the most terrifying incident happened. This part of the story was told to us by my aunt after she made a visit to her. After my mother's cousin had visited the shaman, things seemed to get better, and they had not experienced anything from the skinwalker for some time. But one night, things went from bad to worse. They had been up for a while, talking and laughing, feeling things had gotten better. She had decided it was time for bed, but her boyfriend wanted to finish up the last of his cigarette. Unbeknownst to her, something was happening outside, as she lay in her bed. Her boyfriend had finally come back inside and had gotten in bed. They had both been asleep for a few hours. She was then awoken with her boyfriend on top of her, strangling her. Terrified, she screamed. Her two kids had come in, only to see him still choking and punching her. Quickly, her two boys pushed him off her. She grabbed her kids and ran to the door. Turning back, they said that they saw him kneeling on the floor in a daze and wondering what was going on. Once he realized what happened, he quickly got up and ran out of the house. Still in shock, they ran a hundred yards to her parents' house and quickly called the police. 
Within an hour, they had arrived and began searching for the boyfriend to make sure he hadn't disappeared or hurt himself. They finally found him, but I don't remember where. It had been a few weeks when we learned what happened to her from my aunt. We learned that he had been sent to jail for the assault and served some serious jail time. We also learned that she had been helped through a spiritual healer, and according to him, on the night of the attack when he wanted to finish his smoke, he had been confronted by a skinwalker. He said that the skinwalker wanted him to harm her and then harm himself, but during the attack something had happened and he was unable to do it. This story still sends chills down my spine as to what could have happened. Luckily, she survived, and as of today, she's happily married and has expanded her family. I believe I saw what a lot of people call a not-deer last fall. I figured this is good as a place as any to post, since I see the term not-deer tied in with skinwalkers and other similar creatures pretty often. There isn't a lot to this story, but it's stuck with me, and every time I think about it, I feel really uneasy. I live in Colorado, in a mountain town south of Denver. I live off a winding back road through a valley. One side of the road is right against a rock, steep like a wall in some places and more sloping in others, and the other side kind of drops off into the valley. Also might be worth noting that the mountain on the other side of the valley is a huge burn site with nothing but skeleton trees. I've heard a couple of stories that have taken place near burn sites, so maybe there's some correlation. This was probably around late August, early September. I was driving home late, probably around 1 a.m. I know the road and all of the curves pretty well, so I was going a pretty decent speed. I wasn't being as actively aware of my surroundings as I should have been, especially since deer and elk are pretty common here. Anyway, I was coming up on the last curve before my street, and I saw a deer standing at the side of the road on the side with the rock face. This deer was standing completely still, facing the rock wall. That in itself doesn't sound too strange, I know but there was just something unnatural in its stillness. And the fact that it was staring straight into the rock, nowhere it could go, was odd. But what is stuck with me is the feeling I immediately got upon seeing it. Just an ungodly pit in my stomach, it felt like my heart stopped. And this wasn't the, oh crap, the deer on the side of the road surprised me kind of stomach pit. This was an absolute feeling of dread. It also seemed like there was just something off about the deer. For the life of me, I can't picture it in my head or pinpoint what it was, but something proportion-wise was wrong. Like maybe its legs were a little too long or its torso was stretched out, I'm not sure. I didn't have time to react, I just kept driving. As I rounded the curve, I literally could not take my eyes off the rearview mirror. And the thing didn't move at all. Not a flinch. Nothing. Just stone still. Even after it was behind the curve and I couldn't see it anymore, 
I still couldn't peel my eyes off the rear view. I pulled into the garage and hit the garage door before I had even parked, and when I got out of the car, I couldn't stop myself from running up the stairs. I couldn't shake the feeling of dread, like I was in danger. I'm not by any means superstitious. I like stories about cryptids, and I think they're super interesting, but I've never really believed them. But since that night, as short-lived as that encounter was, if there was one supernatural thing I believe in, it was that creature. I know in my gut it wasn't just a deer. It's also worth noting that after I told my visiting friend about the experience, she admitted that that year, when she was visiting for the first time, she had felt a similar dread and pit in the stomach as we had approached that same spot. My aunt worked for a public service company in our small town in New Mexico that helped people that were in the streets who were homeless or in need of a place to stay. Most times they would get calls from the local police or nearby hospitals if someone was either intoxicated or just needed a warm bed. Her position at the company was a driver. When they received a call, she was tasked with picking them up. On this night, things took a terrifying turn. Local police had gotten several calls from a nearby neighborhood of someone walking around the area and were afraid he may break into somebody's house. Dispatch had sent out a unit to see what was going on. Once they were there, they had found a male wandering the nearby foothills. At this point, the company was called and were asked to send one of their crew to pick up the person. A company van was sent that had just picked up a couple of people and was already en route. When they got to the neighborhood, the van pulled up to the police. The driver, who was a close friend to my aunt, said the two officers were frightened and looked like they had seen a ghost. One of the officers brought the individual out of the squad car. One terrified look from the driver, and he knew what they were picking up. It was a skinwalker. Horrified and not wanting to touch this thing, he led him to the back of the van. Confused, his partner asked him what was wrong. His only response was, Let's get back fast. I don't want to be around this thing for too long. His partner opened up the back of the van, and much to the shock of the other passengers, the skinwalker got in and quickly squeezed into one side of the van. Once back at the main facility, the two men led the people inside. My aunt saw what was walking in and she was terrified. She asked her friend if she could handle the check-in by herself, while she excused herself to another part of the building. When everyone was checked in, my aunt told them to turn in whatever valuables they had. As everyone had finished taking everything out of their pockets, the only one who hadn't was the skinwalker. There were only two people brave enough to go through its pockets, and what they find scares them even more. As they start pulling items out of its pockets, they were shocked at what they found. They begin pulling out strands of hair, fingernails, pieces of small bones, and cigarette butts. It also wore a small pouch around its neck, 
By this point, the staff were so scared that they refused to look inside. They all decide to let it leave. She explained as it walked out, they quickly locked the doors and stayed inside until the morning. The following day, as they let out many of the people who stayed the night, many of them told the staff that they heard knocks on the windows and eerie whispers through the night, many refusing to look out the window.